0: Test. can you hear me now can you hear me now can you hear me now one two three can you hear me now stupid lag yes there you go all right good at least that was good practice. I did a really great introduction. So, um, yeah, that's all the news that's going on. So thanks for coming. I'll see you next week. (laughs) All right, just playing. So SEO this week, episode 114. Uh, We're going to be talking about Google D indexing, uh, image SEO, and some backlink theories. Uh, You guys will notice that Ted's not here. He is on vacation. Uh, he's in uh, Hawaii, I believe, with the family, which is awesome. hes It's a well-deserved break. Uh, I know he was banging away on Cora 5.0. Uh, before that, I think he's planning on uh, enjoying his vacation, come back refreshed, and knock out 5.0, which is really cool. Hopefully, it will be done in time for our uh, conference that I'm speaking at in Phoenix, uh, come the uh, 27th, 28th, F- SEO Spring Training, I think is what it's called. Uh, I'm horrible. Terry's going to be yelling at me right now. Uh, SEO Spring Training. Yep. See, that was a lucky guess. SEO SEOSpringTraining.com. I'll be speaking at that April 27th. And uh, the intent is Cora 5.0 will be out. Uh, and then uh, I'll be able to talk a lot more about uh, the topic, which is on-page SEO, and using those things that you do for on-page SEO for link building. So uh, I really hope you guys come. Terry put together a really great, a good conference. There's some great, great speakers, some people that you may have never heard of, uh, and then some people that you have. Uh, which creates a good mix, and and it's also not very large. So probably 150 attendees is what he was shooting for. I think he's almost there. Uh, so if you want to come, you should probably sign up now. Uh, the link's in the chat, seospringtraining.com. I'll add it to the comment section here to you just in case, uh, just so you can see it. But uh, I think it's going to be uh, – I think you're going to enjoy it. Uh, as you guys know, I speak normally at SEO Rockstars, and that's pretty much it. Uh, but I was invited to SEO Spring Training, and I'm greatly looking forward to it. But that, and it's like two hours from my house. So, duh, all the excuses are gone. Uh, if you didn't know, notice, I started the show twice uh, because it's a – thing is with these blue microphones and Macs, for whatever reason, if you change things up every once in a while, you have to go into your sound properties and manually reset the functions inside of there. So if you get a blue microphone, this is a Blue Yeti Pro, uh, if you get one of those and you have that issue, now you know how to fix it. It's pretty cool. Uh, With that being said, I have one, two, eight, nine stories, maybe ten, I can't count today. That we're gonna go over and uh, again as always if you have questions leave them in the chat certainly look forward to answering them Uh, otherwise we just do the stories and then call at the end of the show so let me share my screen there we go okay so first story is the complete guide to SEO for images now if you don't know why you want to do this, is basically you um it's another opportunity, one for you to rank and two build the authority to your site, and three to get more traffic. Uh plus if you're doing your images right, it helps your organic stuff in in theory, like it's debatable uh beyond URLs and alt text. Um, but that being said this is a really good post to help you kind of leverage it and what you should be doing uh, they come with a checklist which I thought was very handy uh, what I would do if you is just kind of swipe this this checklist and hand it off to your vas to make sure that they're following up with us in particular you want to pay attention to this, this part here is serving the image so many people mess that up they well really there's two things that clients in general mess up is they'll have a you know 500 by 500 slot in their wordpress theme or their website for that image and they'll load a 3,000 by 3,000 image up there and you know, why is my site so slow well ta-da. Uh so you want to one you want to take care of that and two you want to make sure that you're serving it from the right place so uh, browser caching is one and then cds is another and the load is getting more and more Uh, popular these days Uh, as a matter of fact wp rocket just updated the way their lazy load stuff works Uh, and wp smush pro uh, has created a uh, has a cdn now so that's plugged in so you can actually turn that on uh, combine that with something like cloudflare or a really good host like siteground uh, and your images will pop in that much faster which is really cool uh, so again, this is a this is just a good checklist. There are some things that you can do. Uh, you're talking about EXIF data or writing schema inside of your uh, IPTC data or your EXIF data on your images too, and all that helps. But for my testing, it helps more when you're putting it on other things, uh, like you plan on uploading your images on Flickr or maybe even your Google uh, Google My Business, etc. Think Google is going to read those. Google strips the EXIF data out anyway when it's returning those images, but it's assumed that they read it. Uh, so it's just good to kind of throw that in there. Uh, and also, if you're doing some link building and doing some mass sites and all that stuff, you don't have to, you can leave all that EXIF in there. You're not really worried about page speed optimization at that point. You're building sites for backlinks, right? So uh, leave that in there and kind of leverage that off a little bit too. Uh, or if you know that somebody's stealing your images and going through selectively or, you know, consistently and pulling your images every time you post a new one, uh, put that extra data in there and you get a backlink out of it as well. Let's see. The next one is smart blogger. How to promote your blog in 2019 It's nine creative strategies. <sighs> Not really a how to do my X in year, in kind of guy, but this is really some good stuff that works. One is work with podcasts. Uh, that works really well. What we're doing is uh, getting on Fiverr now. We're going to start reaching out to podcast people that sell at ad time, uh, and we're going to start to paying to get some you know, some exposure for SEO this week uh, and some exposure for SEO Fight Club and then probably the agencies in general. Uh, but for the most part, I think this is something that good that you guys can all do and, and leverage pretty well. Another thing that we've done is I actually used SEO this week before it stopped uh, back in August of last year to create backlinks. And what it is, uh, hey, look, I have this show, uh, we, we find news, et cetera, and I was creating this page about, uh, you know, on-page SEO happened to be one of the ones I did. Uh, I created an on-page SEO guide. And you have this post here about this on page SEO guide. Can you give me a link in there? And in exchange, I will highlight the article on SEO this week. So I was keeping, I was finding news that was relevant. And then I was reaching out to them before publishing the show. And I was going to share the article anyway, but they didn't know that. And then I got backlinks in exchange uh, for showing it on an SEO this week. So you can, again, you can leverage your own podcast. Uh, is that way that people are seeking out promotion uh, and getting promotion in return, or you can just go straight to the horse's mouth and start talking to people uh, about them. Uh, there's another thing here where you want to spot where you can sponsor podcasts. Also a great thing. A lot of people are looking out for sponsors. If you want some people who are dying to get sponsors, uh, find those guys, those kids that are—or well, I say kids, but because I'm old—but uh, they are live streaming game stuff. Uh, you know, your market is still ga- there's a lot of gamers, gamers in all kinds of facets of the world. Small business owners are gamers too. Uh, so you can kind of reach out to them. You might not get the return that you're looking for, uh, but uh, again, it's some more outreach and branding that you might not have otherwise gotten. So, and then the interviews how to promote your broad with podcast interviews. I think this is a good opportunity, i.e., if you write something good and you do a test. Uh, like the other week when Michael was on here, or we tried to get Eric Lentress on here, and we wanted to highlight what he was doing and talk about him and his testing and all that other stuff, but he was too busy. Um, You know, this is a good opportunity right here to, to leverage this out you know, what you, in what you're doing. Another one that I like is this republished on Medium. Obviously, if your your Medium uh, ranks your other content, it's from an SEO perspective, it sucks. Uh, But for me, as a marketing perspective, if the road leads to me, then I don't care how the hell you got there. I don't care if you're on the yellow brick road or the green brick road or the red brick road, as long as that road leads to me. Uh, So this is a really good one is publishing on Medium, especially you just don't have a lot of stuff. The way this works is you can actually pull right off of your website uh, and republish to medium just like that, and it'll rip it off and, and post it. So you uh, know, you know, you obviously got to clean up the images and stuff, but it's there, it's done. It's like that stupid easy. So you guys should be doing it. Uh, again, check out this post, smartblogger.com. I think you're gonna enjoy it. Gonna take a drink. SEO audits. There's probably about a thousand ways to skin this cat. Uh, I don't know if you know Ryan Stewart, and he's created the Blueprint, and he's got his SEO audits as so, a uh, web quality audit, is what it's called. Uh, other people live and die by Screaming Frog. I happen to live and die by Sightbulb, uh, in combination with Website Auditor uh, and uh, SEO Spyglass and Ahrefs. You kind of mix all those tools up together and do that stuff. But uh, it's always good to see someone else's perspective on doing an audit so you can take those bits and pieces and put your audit together to make your unique selling proposition. Uh, I will say that if you're doing audits for free, you're a sucker um, just because there's so much work. Uh, and people have, in the past, are given away those single-page uh, audit tools, you know, My Website Auditor, etc., and our our audience has figured that it must be easy to view an audit because I can plug my URL in there, boom, there's my, my audit's done, right? Uh, and we all know that that's not the case. And the, the downside is a lot of people are trying to give away free audits and they're spending two, three, four hours to create them uh, and getting nothing in return. Or you you know you may be feel good about yourself, but at the end of the day, you're going to get nothing in return. So you should always be charging for an audit, whether it be $500, 1500 3500 No matter what the number is that you pick, charge for your audits. Uh, and if you're going to do free audits, do a 1,000-meter audit. You know, looking at, uh, especially if you're doing local, you can look at the, the website, Rensight Bulb, It won't take but a couple minutes. You get that PDF export. Uh, do a video walking them through the audit. What is it? What's it about? What's in it for me? And, and review the technical export from SiteBulb and review your citations, which local, it's all branding, right? So citations is branding, link building, and maps all in one big happy bundle. Uh, and turn it into a piece of content. Uh, I've done that before. and I'm actually going to get started doing those again. You'll see more of those pop up on the channel. Here is uh, site audits. Uh, just you know, just one, it keeps me smart. Two, it keeps me engaged on YouTube. And three, I use it for link building. And four, I can actually rank for the the uh, the company's name if it's not really that hard of an established brand. Uh, and hopefully, I reach out to them. It's worked. I've signed clients doing that. So. Uh, Try that out. Check out Credo's how to do an SEO audit, really interesting uh, ideas uh, of how they do it. And maybe you can add a piece or two into your tool chest. SEO answer came out with this one is, are linkless backlinks uh, the real future? And and this is a question I brought to uh, Search Intelligence Agency is, how do you test this theory? So, if you don't know, it's basically saying, it, in particular, brand mentions. So, if I mention Digital Ear over and over again on a post and I don't link to it, Google gives me credit. That's the theory. It's a linkless backlink. Uh, and the author is suggesting that that is the wave of the future now. Uh, so how do you test it? And we can't, I came up with this theory and I like to hear you guys in the comments on this one, but create five brands, made up brands that I'm going to have to test and optimize their homepage, probably single page websites, uh, for a specific keyword, probably a made up keyword that way we can, uh, get them all indexed and in a row and then use a mass page builder or an S3 page builder or something to that effect and create a, uh, articles where I mention the third brand and see if it moves. Um, that's honestly the only way I can see testing the single variable thing. And the only other thing you could do is like stop all your SEO on your brands and then do PRs maybe. For and not mention and not put one link, but just DPRs for your business and see if uh, it raises that up. So, uh, it, this is an interesting theory, and I get co occurrence and co citation. Uh, I'm just not really sold on you're going to rank because more people are talking about your brand uh, without a link. Your brand will probably get in there. I would assume that your brand gets more authority via that happening. Uh, but will you necessarily write for your keywords? And something that's uh, worth testing. Um, so we'll have to figure that one out. Let's see here. This is a good one. You know, every once in a while I hit Twitter up. And uh, this is a URL for you guys doing online reputation management. If you have a client that you know flat out that something's a lie about, uh, you can submit to this tool and it's kind of like the right to be forgotten theory and Google will supposedly take it out of the index. Uh, We have a couple of ORM clients. Tried it out. Nothing really came out of it. But it's uh, again something for the tool chest. If you are practicing NARC SEO, there you go. Uh, Jerry West, one of my mentors, old guy, likes to swear, etc. So if you're not into that, uh, don't listen to, <laughs> to the podcast. And Michelle McPherson, she's been around quite some time. Uh, she actually had her own brand and blog and then kind of vanished a little bit. And then Jerry. Uh, partnered up with her, got her back. But here's some good stuff. If you like PBNs and stuff, you need to be following Jerry. He's got 800 X that he's you know using. Um, that number bounces up and down, so uh, but you can get some good data out of it. And you see that SEM Mastery Facebook, you can join that too. However, there's not a whole lot of engagement in there. Just you know, go ahead and tell you now. But this uh, podcast is actually really good. Get on his mailing list too. Uh, And learn a bit about him. Uh, His new, his courses and stuff, just, you know, it's kind of buyer beware. If you're already really experienced and stuff, you probably don't want to uh, pay for it. You'll get some things out from PBNs and stuff, but it's not really delivered in the way that most Internet marketing courses are. Uh, So you might leave a little bit frustrated that you paid for it. But, again, you have to really know how Jerry works, and he's not spoon-feeding you. So uh, that's the, you know, take it for what it is. And this Google ranking cheat sheet is actually pretty good, too. So, uh, But, again, Ask Me Anything with Jerry. This is really good, uh, and uh, check that out. It's just 30 minutes so while you're driving. How do I optimize for a new health and wellness site? I've, I've been kind of following these out is because I want to create – uh, a affiliate site for Amazon in a couple of markets. Uh, just, you know, residual income, why not, right? And this is a, a good walkthrough of how this guy did it and how he used the tools inside Link Research Tools to leverage it. So if you've ever, you get two things out of this. is One is how to, to use these tools effectively because they're expensive unless you get them on a sale uh, and two, is kind of how someone else w- went about building uh, a site, leveraging the information out of there. So uh, that's my takeaway for this one uh, and why I selected it. If you have no interest in the SEO PowerSuite tool stuff, you can probably just go ahead and leave that alone because it's really focused on that. Uh, what is the limit on Google's live inspection tool? These three next three posts kind of all go bang bang bang, uh, and they feed into one each other. The short version is you got up to fifty, and then they got blocked. Uh, so that's how you how he kind of figured it out. Uh, so that's cool. So the limit is fifty requests. So now you know you can go in here and do fifty pages in the Google uh, Live Inspection tool, uh, and get them indexed when they fix the indexing. Which leads us to how to automate it with Python and JavaScript. I'm actually going to do this one because I'm learning Python and I want to learn JavaScript. and I don't know a shit about it other than you know some iframe stuff, but um, this is a really detailed post and kind of walk you through. And even I understood it, uh, so leverage this to kind of figure out how to get the automation going so that you can get your fifty. Um, things done a day. It, it, you know. Obviously, you're probably building more than that, but if you're on a mass link scale, it's not really going to help you out a whole bunch. But if you're doing one blog post and you got an IFTT network and you collect all those links and then you submit them all into here or whatever uh, you want to pull off, or you're doing a mass site and your mass site, like a SERP uh, SERP work, SERP space, uh, uh kind of site is creating 50 a day, you, this is something that would be really helpful to you to kind of uh, build all that out. So, here you go. This is awesome. Which leads us to the final story. This is probably the biggest story this week, and that is Google is screwing shit up again. Uh, they're tinkered, they play with stuff, and now home pages are disappearing out of the index. Uh, whole websites are disappearing out of the index. Uh, it's taking impossibly long to get recrawls out uh, of the Google Search Console. Uh, it's taking uh, incredibly long to get normal pages indexed. Like it, you know, it used to be almost instantly, and now it's taking hours. Uh, and Google acknowledges it's their fault; they messed it up. The downside is that all these businesses, small businesses, who live and die. Uh, by their advertising and have limited advertising budget uh, kind of depend on Google getting it right. Uh, and as as slow as the responses this has been to, to fix, uh, I don't I, I don't see Google apologizing yet for it very much. It's all messed up. So uh, the claim was Saturday that it was fixed, SEOs knew better. Uh, Sunday they acknowledge no uh well, it's not completely fixed, and still today to this day, it is still messed up as up to two hours ago, uh Google was representatives were saying, "Oh, it's almost fixed, so you know that is what it is. Um, one of the big things that I want all of you to take away from this is when you see something like this, do not do anything to your websites." Uh, because you might over-optimize something if it's possible, uh, or you might de-optimize something, and you'll never know until this all comes back uh, and everything is shaken out in the wash. So in my professional opinion, (laughs) leave your SEO alone all week. Don't touch it. Don't build new backlinks. Uh, Maybe make some new content and stuff, but don't expect it to rank right away this is a good time to leverage social sharing and you know promote all your old stuff but don't dink around with your websites uh, because everything that you do is going to be either if it's going to be represented and it'll be short term or um, they're going to press out some kind of change or something and it's coming and that's why it's broken uh, because they were they were quote unquote fixing something uh, and for the most part, usually when they fix something, it usually means they have to, to fix something else that they broke uh, in the process of doing that, uh, that application. So, uh, again, don't think around with your websites. Don't build backlinks. Don't go and do major optimizations. Don't do CRM. Uh You know, kind of let it ride this week and come back at it next week after they announce that this thing is fixed uh, and it'll be a little bit less stressful for you, in my opinion. Uh, you know, you can do whatever you want, <laughs> uh, obviously, but that is my humble opinion. And that's it. That's the stories for this week. Again, I wanted to have Eric Lancher's on, but uh, he could not make it. He's He re- offered to shoot a video and get his video a response. But, you know, that's just not how I wanted to approach the conversation about testing uh, and why that's important, uh, regardless of the data that he came up with. And, uh, but he did have some good insights as to, you know, why he chose to use the, the data that he did. Uh, still, I think it would have made it for a good conversation. And I'm uh, kind of disappointed if he didn't make it. But uh, next week, I already got uh, someone on the line to come up. His name is Alex. And if you're in the Page Optimizer Pro or SIA, you know Alex, smart dude. He is a tester. Uh, He's overseas, so we got to give him a heads up. I gave him short notice the other day, and he's got family and friends, etc. So uh, he needed to kick them out. So I'm going to hold off on a week. And then Jordan... Pierce from Google Maps Factory, I think it's called. They're all the same. Uh, he's gonna. I he uh, is launching a software or program. Uh, so I heard. I haven't talked to Jordan in, in a while, uh, but I want to reach out to him and get him on and talk about what he did. Uh, so those look like the next couple of weeks, uh, and then uh, we'll go from there. All right, question and answer time. This is honestly my favorite part. So I'm going to go through. If you guys have questions, don't forget to ask uh, in the chats. If you're watching the recording, you can leave them in the comments and I will get to them uh, as soon as I can. And with that, let's see. It's testing or whatever. But what we did is uh, fake Google listing. We created a brand for uh, air duct cleaners in a large Texas city that has the world's shittiest football team. Uh, and what we did is used a the business site and optimize the business site uh, and put the link to uh, the GMB, the map inside of the big ass description text box that you can get. And then we created, then we used a tool called Local Viking from Matt Lockenbach, um, which I'm not recommending just because uh, when we used it, it was clunky and the support was great while we were having good times. Uh, and then when we started having issues, the support became, you know, just kind of left this period on it. So I'm not recommending it right now. Uh, but with that tool, we created 300 GMB posts. I think we had them all posted within 72 hours. Uh, And each one of those GMB posts linked back to the the Google My Business page. Uh, They were all handwritten, like, legit Google posts because we have a content team, and our content team banged those out. Uh, And it didn't do shit. (laughs) Uh, We didn't promote the posts, i.e. we didn't do any backlinking to them. We didn't do any of the social... Uh, signals to them, we just made the posts, pointed the post at the GNB site, and the GNB site was pointed at the map. Did it increase? And it didn't do shit. It didn't increase the ranking, and it didn't drop the ranking. The next evolution of that test would be to uh, actually build the backlinks. And in order to do that smartly, uh, my suggestion is, if you guys want to try this out yourself, is take your – Wherever you're pointing the post to, and I guess we did that test where we pointed it to the um, to the business site. If you're get, if they're pointing it to all to your money page, that's fine. Put them at your money page, and then watch what happens. See if anything happens, uh, and then if it doesn't send the backlinks to the GMB post URLs uh, that are given to you as part of that business site. So so the key really is you have to have that business site, right? And you want to pass that juice along. Uh, And that's where I think we might have a little bit more success with that process. Um, The carryout of that is I've never – we haven't really had a whole lot of luck building backlinks to the the map itself. Uh, We've either managed to tank them or just sat stagnant, no matter which version of the GMB map URL. So I think Google caught on to the build maps, build links to the map, and it'll, it'll rank because that was working really well. Uh, and now it's um, not so much. So I, I think that's the next evolution is testing that with the GMB posts. That'd be pretty cool. Let's see, Simon Cornelius. When serving images to different devices, like a 4K monitor, or a smartphone, use image source set so that it serves the correct data size image, and not trying to push 10K image across to the phone. Uh, that's a good recommendation. Uh, also, just use themes that adjust properly based off the location and device. Uh, a lot of good themes now are set the responsive for that. But uh, if you know coding and you know image set. Source set, then uh, knock that out just like Simon says. Uh, Simon says, let's see. Chris Ramsey, another one is video and map it bed still bringing SEO boost. Does Web2 versus regular make a difference with the posting? As I know, you probably need a ton more web to use. I don't necessarily need a ton more, you need to flesh them out more. Um Back in the day, you know, we used to just create thousands of the damn things, post a one video embed, just go on with our lives uh, and do that over and over again. As Google progressed and as those sites uh, learned a lot more about the spamming activity and how to combat it, uh, I found that if you nurture the sites before you use them as an embed point, uh, you get a lot better result. Uh, and, you know, uh, Madge from magicpr.net, he could probably attest to this as well. And and anyone who is really serious about using tools like uh, SEO autopilot, for example, you build your networks, you flush them out, you give them some content, you don't put links on them. You build some relevance, everything's tied together, the tool's building links to those pages, and it's kind of getting a little bit of trust, as it were, and relevance, and then you hit them with your embeds, and you're uh, doing pretty well. The other one is uh, the iframe loop, Uh, and that comes from the guys over at Semantic Mastery. If you want to learn more about that, I would reach out to them uh, and this if you are a network empire uh, alum and you know what the five iframe punches you pretty much know what the iframe loop is uh but in short you know that method is still working and if you couple the iframe loop with iframe with a uh, schema well done schema. It's even better, and you can do that with mass pages like uh, you know, cloud mass pages or a tool like uh, RFR, RW, R, yeah, RFR, is it RFR? Yeah, Ranking Factory Revolution that stacks the cloud pages for you. Um, that'll that'll that that works, uh, and it's working pretty good. Mass embeds just on plain old boring networks like money robot kind of stuff. Um, not not as much. It's helping me index my YouTube videos, but it's not ranking them uh, nearly as well as it used to, uh, if at all. For the most part. Um, but that indexing stuff is carrying over to YouTube too. That stuff that is happening with everyone else it's happening with your YouTube videos. Um, so you, you gotta kind of have to watch that. Like last week's episode of SEO. This week, it's not indexed um, in Google. So but I don't know. Let's see, what does it mean having the brand name in your URL in other properties pushes you? But does that But does that mean having the brand name in your URL in other properties pushes you? Uh, I think what that is referring to is talking about the linkless uh, backlinks and having your brand name in your URL based off of the testing that the guys over Specifically, Greg Morrison does. If your brand's in the URL and your brand is in the title of the the page that's linking to you, that's it's a good. That's a good link. Is it's recognized as a good link, um, and I think that might skew the uh, link list method or the link list test. If I if if we do that, if we insert the title. The brand name and we insert in the url the brand name and we don't link to the the business but we mentioned in there that might skew the test how does that dink with it i'm i'm not sure we could probably test that run a separate test on the side and see if that if that does anything um, but what Alex is talking about in his comment is what's called what Greg Morrison called reverse sink or swim which was have your keyword if the if a site's linking to you the site is more valuable if in the title tag it has your keyword and URL it has a keyword and the meta description it has a keyword and then in your content and then if you use um, Google's patent on uh, the uh, the, the technical term, I, I don't remember off the top of my head, but it's more like the, the, uh, the likelihood of a click. So if you have title tag, URL, meta description, first 100 words is where your link is, that link is way more valuable than uh, any of the other links that may or may not have those elements. Uh, so um, I think that's a really good question, Alex. I, I, I wouldn't be sure how that would screw it up. I can see that it would because those are two of the most significant URL factor, ranking factors, right? Title tag being one of them. Um, That's a really good test. I have to to bang that out and see if we can uh, check that out. What would also be a good test for is if those do influence testing or rankings, right? What stopping me from building a whole bunch of them you know, on, on sites and not doing any link building at all? If linkless backlinks is a thing, then why can't I go out and buy a hundred domains and create, you know, <laughs> or a thousand domains if if you know if it's working like that and, and boom? Instant backlink profile. And uh, I'm not backlinking, so I'm not violating Google Webmaster guidelines, right? So, <laughs> no, not that I would do such a thing. Let's see. Uh, uh, Simon said he's going to send me a propeller hat. Simon, if you send me a propeller hat, it has to be green, chromo green, so I can change it into emojis. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Let's see. Scott Rogers, I'm bouncing from position 11 to 88, and then back again is killing me. Yep, that's exactly what I'm talking about, Scott. Don't touch shit. Leave it alone until the bouncing stops. Uh, It's just Google uh, and, and, you know, the math and the wizards and everyone entering and deleting code and just dinking with stuff, and you're just going to drive yourself crazy. Just walk away. Walk away. Let's see, HP went from 2 to 3 in 20 plus, and then back, yep. Uh, I've noticed a lot of sites, some big sites that we build, really big brands were developing out. Even the homepage is toast, gone. Uh, the whole site's there. The rest of it's there, but the homepage is gone. Uh, and then Digital Ear, for example, uh, not a big site by any means, but the homepage is gone. Uh, I had the knowledge graph still, uh, or at least I did the other day. It might be gone too now. Uh, but the homepage is gone, and the blog is linking number one. Go, f- you know, for my brand. So go figure that one. Uh, let's see, Dallas Cowboys all the way. Shame on you, Ken. Shame, shame on you. Uh, happy webmaster, Claire, Do you have a mentorship group or could you please share the details? I have a mastermind. It's invite only, uh, and. The when I built my mastermind, I went with the complete intention to only allow people in there that are a lot smarter than me. Uh, And I recommend that you guys go out and do the same thing. Uh, I don't have a like a mentorship group, or I'm not going to sell my results to you Uh, if I do do testing, which is not very often. Uh, I publish that stuff in, through Kyle or Ryan Hugh over at, uh, search intelligence Academy. Um, those guys are really good to me. So why not pass off that and kind of return the favor to the, to that community? Um, but other than that, I don't have uh, a course, uh, or et cetera. I thought about making a course and I'm probably going to make one this year. Um, I just don't know the format. I keep banging that around. Um, you know that is what it is. If I do do it, uh, I'll probably mention it once or twice on SEO this week. But I'm not going to turn this into a sales channel. So um, hopefully, that, <laughs> hopefully that helps you out. Um, just you know, look at other look at other things that I do, uh, and I may or maybe promote. I'll promote them there, but I'm not going to do it here. So it's just the way that it is. Let's see. Do you submit all your links to an indexer, like if you got a new guest post and you made an index, or when making citations? So I use G-Indexer. Um, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with that but Basically, it's got a bulk indexing tool, uh, and when I make trash links, I use uh, GSA, X-Rimmer, or Wikileaks, or whatever. I'll send it through there uh, and, and let it do what it's doing. If it's a money page or a PBN, it's probably in Search Console. So I'll just submit it to Search Console and index it that way. Uh, And if you're doing guest posts, theoretically, you should be doing really good guest posts, right? Because you take the time to create an article. You reach out to these people. So you want a good backlink. So what you can do and what I choose to do uh, is submit PRs for those uh and then they're indexed that way and you can also promote them on your social media channels we have over at over the top seo we have a social media network uh that does all that for us uh and then we have an account with press advantage where they write 12 uh prs for us a month and then our writing team writes the rest so we can uh, theoretically just blast those away like as many times as we want every day so um that's that's how you should handle those. If you don't have the resources to do the PRs and stuff, you can use it, but uh, for the most part, I found that if, let's say you're, you're bootstrapping it completely and you just need to get your guest post indexed, do a Twitter and then set up a Twitter moment and then share it on a Facebook page, not profile, not group, page, uh, and typically those are crawled and it'll pop in the index a little bit faster. But, you know, G indexer is a good one. Index inject used to be good. Uh, My staff plays with that when we're just firing off some of the things. Google Docs, putting a link inside of a Google Doc, and Google read those and crawl. Google Sheets do the same thing. Google Calendars. So um, there's some ways to just draw attention to that link uh, and get it to quote unquote naturally index uh let's see here one tier then with good agents. It. it's not sure what that is where are the posts linked to where were the posts linked to other posters straight in the map oh and that's right were the posts linked to other posts or straight to the map they were linked to the business site so i don't have a drawing I don't know if I want to miss all of that. I don't know if I want to deal with it. But basically what you do is you create the business site and then every post that you do to learn more links to the business site. And then the business site has a option in there where you can add a big block of text and you can actually put backlinks in there. Be smart about it. Don't go in there and go full retard. Put one to your money page and one to your map and just and be done with it. Uh, And all of those posts link to the business site, and that business site now links out to your um, map and your your money site. That's how that was set up. Again, I think that that'll work if you start doing backlinks to it, Um, but we haven't got time to mess with that one right now. So um, I haven't expanded upon that test. John Lewis, what was the tip for adding image data to gain backlinks from stolen images? Uh, if you know that people are ripping your images off, uh, you can stop stripping the EXIF off of your money sites. EXIF data, geolocation, website keywords, inside of that EXIF data on your website has tested to do absolutely nothing. Uh, It's doing nothing for you. But if people are stealing your images and you know they're taking your images, then leave that leave that information on your images on your website. So when they take it, it's posting that EXIF data on their website, assuming that they're not stripping it off. If they're hot linking, which is means serving that image up from your server, then it's all there. It, it's useful, right? Uh, if you put it in Flickr and it's all there, it's useful. If you put it in GMB there, GMB supposedly reads it and then strips it out, it's useful. Um, so um, that's what you can do with those. The other one that Ted talked about is actually if they're hot linking, programmatically, don't know how to do it, but programmatically change it so that <clears throat> if John takes my picture when John's server calls up my picture, instead of that image showing up, it's an ad. So you're basically they're stealing and you're putting up ad placements. Uh, That's ingenious. I want to figure that out. I think maybe that would be really cool to turn it into a plugin. Uh, So I'm going to figure that out. And let's see. The last question we got is Alex, when do you stop sending externals and build more supports? I usually stop around the second... Around the top of this, so we can start building inner pages. I do it the other way around. So it sounds to me like what he's asking is external links, and then you want to when you stop sending external links to a money page, and then building an internal pages to build it. I do it the other way around. I create my money page, then I'll create the internal pages, and I'll stop when the internal pages stop increasing the ranking of that money page. Then I build external links to those supporting pages. None to the money page. Because I want to keep that money page. So if I fry my support pages, and I'll I'll create new support pages. But that's how I do it. So to answer your question, Alex, is I, I don't because I don't do it that way. And let's see. So you're saying all these indexers are junk. Backlink indexer and link processor, junk, junk tried them both, didn't do crap. Uh, Even when they were working, it was getting like 30 per 40% uh, of the backlinks index trash. Uh, And it is simpler to do what I say, especially if you're not, if you're not like if you're me and you're building using GSA or XRumor and stuff, then those things, 30 to 40% of junk is fine because it's 30, 40% more, right? But if you're building solid quality backlinks, uh, especially at your tier one level that mean a lot to you, then really you only really got to do the Twitter stuff. You're promoting it because it's yours anyway. Uh, you're going to get it indexed and it's going to be more valuable to you. And it doesn't, you know, there's no risk to doing it that way, uh, in my opinion. So, and if you're, if you're doing it on a social scale, you're giving your users what they wanted to see anyway, right? Cause you're writing about your topics. Um all right, last call for alcohol eleven fifty This is actually pretty good. Um, I rambled on again. I don't like talking to myself, but so thank you guys for leaving questions. I really do appreciate it uh, um, as always, uh, you can subscribe, please uh, or hit the thumbs up, please and make sure you hit the bell so that you get notified if I'm coming on. Uh, We're at 880 subscribers, um, which isn't too bad. We're at the 1,000 mark and actually turn on the monetization feature. Uh, Whoopee, right? But uh, that's another option that will be available to us. I think there's some more hidden features behind there that we want to do. So, uh, you know, the SEO Fight Club, that one is actually doing really well. Uh, Speaking of SEO Fight Club, not sure we're going to have a show. Ted's not here. Kyle hasn't really mentioned he wanted to do it without Ted. Uh, but, again, you guys got to kind of get used to people taking vacations, right? So uh, we might put a pause on that and then have Ted come back refreshed. Uh, and that will be uh, be good. Plus, you guys can catch up. Like tomorrow, instead of SEO Fight Club, I'm going to go sit in my swimming pool. Uh, but you guys can do whatever. And uh, with that being said, I'd like to thank all of you for watching SEO this week. I will see you next week. And you can hit me up in the chat groups, et cetera. And uh, looking forward to another week of fun and Google excitement. Bye, everybody.